The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew from the third chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. The Gospel reading this morning is from Matthew chapter 3, verses 1 through 12, and can be found in the Pew Bible on page 1499. Matthew 3, 1 through 12. In those days, John the Baptist came, preaching in the wilderness of Judea, and saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. This is he who was spoken of through the prophet Isaiah. A voice of one calling in the wilderness, Prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. John's clothes were made of camel's hair, and he had a leather belt around his waist. His food was locusts and wild honey. People went out to him from Jerusalem and and all of Judea and the whole region of the Jordan. Confessing their sins, they were baptized by him in the Jordan River. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and the Sadducees coming to where he was baptizing, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Produce fruit in keeping with repentance, and do not think you can say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. I tell you, that out of these stones, God can raise up children for Abraham. The axe is already at the root of the trees, and every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance, but after me comes one who is more powerful than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire, and his winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor, gathering his wheat into the barn and burning up the chaff with unquenchable fire. This is the gospel of the Lord seated. Will you pray with me? May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. In the name of Jesus. The sermon this morning, as I already alluded to earlier, is, uh, is are you ready? And uh, your pastor's apparently not ready for this new season of Advent where we uh, omit some things that are regularly in the service. For example, as I was singing the Kyrie, uh, normally we would go through that response and then we would sing... Um, 
this is the feast, or uh, glory to God in the highest. But our Lutheran traditions dictate that we omit these during the um, celebration, the seasons of Advent and Lent. And so I had a, a moment there where I took my eye off of Jesus and took my eye off of what I was supposed to be doing. I had a moment where I was not practicing the presence of the Lord, and I was practicing what am I supposed to do next? I don't know how this goes. So I apologize for that and that hiccup. I am in need of a Savior just like everyone else. Amen? I was looking at a picture this morning. It was painted by Edward Hicks. You've probably seen it before. It's called The Peaceable Kingdom. And it's a it's a painting that depicts a, a baby, and he has got his arm around a lion, and there's a, another big lion, uh, an ox, a leopard, uh, sheep, some more children, and so forth. And, and the peaceable king, uh, Edward Hicks got this idea of this painting from our uh, Old Testament scripture this morning. Um, in the prophet Isaiah in chapter 11 where he says the wolf and the lamb will live together. The leopard will lie down with the baby goat. The calf and the yearling will be safe with the lion and a little child will lead them all. What a beautiful word picture Isaiah paints for us. And then Edward Hicks, and I have this with me afterwards, but you may take a look at it, and he actually put it to canvas for us. It's a, it's a picture of the things to come, an advent, if you will. Isaiah prophesied the coming of Jesus many years before he did, from the root of Jesse. What do you think that this child... And that's leading these enemies in the peaceable kingdom is. I just told you who you think it, or you should think it is. It's Jesus. And and we do celebrate right now during the this time of Advent, uh, Christ coming into the world, the first time. And we look forward to the promise that He will come again. We see that in John the Baptist and Isaiah 40, verse 3, a voice calling in the wilderness, prepare ye the way for the Lord and make straight the desert a highway for God. We, we, we know that he's coming and Scripture, the fulfillment of the prophets is done right before our eyes this morning in our gospel from Matthew. The scene is most noticeable to your pastor, and, and I'm pointing out this morning, was where John is rebuking the Pharisees and the Sadducees, where, as I said earlier, it's not really a nice thing for a prophet, for a person to say against the establishment. 
The establishment doesn't appreciate these kind of things, and they appreciated John even less after this. You see, John clearly in the eyes of the Pharisees and the Sadducees was a messenger from God. They could not deny that. And they were seeing, as the Scripture tells us, people from all around Judea, Jerusalem, all around coming to see and hear John the Baptist and his ministry of repentance through confession and baptism. They couldn't help but be curious as to what was going on, and certainly they couldn't speak out against it because the masses were coming. And so they went there out of curiosity to see what was going on. Maybe the people that were gathering thought, well, this must be a good thing because the church leaders, the experts in the law are here. But John was not deceived. And he did indeed call them a brood of vipers. Why would he call them a brood of vipers? What did that mean to them? And to the people of that time, a brood of vipers, he could have called them anything that was not desirable. By calling them a brood of vipers, he was indeed calling them out and calling them the spawn of the devil. Can you imagine what they must have looked like upon hearing that from this Messenger of God that is wearing camel hair with a leather belt and eats locusts and honey? Where did he go to seminary? I can imagine that these prideful people really didn't appreciate it. And we see in a thread tying into the prophet Isaiah again, and John weaving the thread that there is a peaceable king, a peaceable kingdom coming. And it's going to come, as we know and celebrating now, through a child. Isn't it interesting that God does the opposite of what we would think as a, as a savior, as a warrior. He rescues the world with a baby. He rescues the world through a common man. Well, not so common, but from Nazareth. Anything good come from there? A common man whose lineage is, well, on the surface, the son of a carpenter. Oh, yeah, we know how that came about. God does the unexpected. And John is pointing out the enmity between the Son of Man, the Son of God, and and God's people, and the devil. The devil represents all of these animals that are dangerous to that child that would devour them, and yet it's the complete opposite of what Isaiah says will be. And Jesus had to come, and he had to 
be amongst the brood of vipers. In order to accomplish his mission, in order to accomplish what the prophets had told us, had spoken. The theme of John's ministry is get ready. And when he says, you brood of vipers, we could be counted amongst those brood of vipers before we were baptized, before we confessed Jesus as Lord. Get ready, is what John is telling us, for the coming of Christ. And right now, in December the 8th, as traffic picks up, and the malls get full, and tempers grow short, and patience eludes us, the church prepares for the advent of the Lord. Are you ready? The world says no. The world says, I still have shopping to do. I have a house to clean. I have presents to wrap. I have food to buy. And because of this rain, my Christmas lights aren't up. Are you ready? The church answers, this church answers, you bet, Pastor. I'm a baptized believer. I'm a confessing follower of Christ, saved by faith and not by my works. Yes, Pastor, I'm ready. I'm ready. Right now, we are between the first advent, the birth of the baby Jesus, and the second advent, the second coming of Christ. The first time he came as a peaceable king, as a lamb of God. The second time he comes, he comes as a warrior, nay, a lion, a roaring lion, with a double-edged sword coming out of his mouth. That's some scary vision there, and, and there's some artists in the past and present that have painted that, that depiction. He's coming. But for those who are ready, you and all of Christendom, we do not faint. We do not grow worried when we see the world turning, groaning, falling apart. For we have hope we have hope in this little baby that we are celebrating the birth in. We have hope in our baptism when we were clothed in Christ, when we were given the Holy Spirit. We have hope and we do not despair. And we look forward to the celebration of the first advent. And we look forward to the coming of the second advent. We know that we are all written in the book of life by what Christ did for us on that cross. We are children that have been adopted by the Heavenly Father, children 
that have been grafted into that root of Jesse. Not by our works, but by his works. Are you ready? Yeah. You're ready. In the name of Jesus.